What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by one of my million dollar mastermind students. She's an absolute powerhouse. She works so hard and she earned every single level of success that she has. And that's Miss Samantha Mills. What's up, Sam? Hey, how are you? Doing so freaking good. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Of course. Let's freaking get into it. So let's go a little bit like a background on Sam. Obviously, I know who you are. So why don't we give the podcast audience a little bit of a background on like who you are, where you're from, and how long you've been an online coach for? Yeah, for sure. So I've been an online coach for probably six years or so now. I actually used to live in Toronto and then I moved to Sarnia, which for anyone who doesn't know, it's like a small town in Ontario. And I started doing personal training actually when I moved to Sarnia. I'm at a local gym. They just, you know, I had just finished having a surgery and I was building up some of my muscle again. And they're like, hey, like, you know, you're in here every day. Do you want to potentially like become a trainer and we'll show you how to all the ropes and all that kind of stuff. And then after that, I ended up at a chiropractic clinic because I wanted to learn more about like joints and skeletal system and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I went from being a trainer to working as a chiro assistant. And then people just kept asking me for training. So I continued training afterwards in person mm. and then shifted to PDF programs, which now I cringe at and uh, <laughs> macro coaching. And then it kind of like led into where we are now. So it kind of just all started to blend together, but it's been pretty cool for the last, like, I would say like four years, I've been pretty online for the most part. So it's been good. Very cool. I remember when I first found Samantha Mills, you guys, like Samantha Mills is one of those people that it's very rare that I see the same work ethic that I have in another personal trainer. And when I came across your social media, I remember DMing you and I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen somebody post as many stories as I do. Or like, like you were posting like three to five times a day. Like you've been going fucking hard. When you first started, like did that work ethic, like did you always have it? Or like what was driving you to like go as hard as you were going? I've kind of just always done that. Like anything that I do, I do a hundred percent in, or at least like, you know, my version of a hundred percent, you know, yeah. it could always be better, but yeah. like, yeah, I do go a hundred percent with pretty much everything. Like if I'm going to do it, I don't think there's a reason to go half-assed. Yes. And I think my risk level of like, you know, how much you should really risk overall mm. should probably go down. Like it's probably at like an insanely high level of like, I've been bankrupt before from other businesses. Like I literally don't give a shit. Like I'll just do whatever. And then if it works out awesome. And then if not, then I just kind of try again and see how it goes. But yeah, it's not exactly like, I don't know if that's admirable or not, but it, it is. I truly do think that it is. I was thinking about this this morning. There was a I like drove to a gas station and there was a guy that was talking to me about how he's like really wanted to get his pajama business off the ground. Like he like saw my car and he's like, dude, I love your car. Like been like trying to get this like pajama business of mine off the ground. And I'm like, tell me about it. And he's like, well, you know, it's been sitting on the back burner for like a year and I just like want to do it, but I got to pay the bills. And I was like, dude, you got to go all in. I'm like, you got to go all in because like when you go all in, even with all the business ventures that you've tried, which I'm actually curious, I want to know what you did try before this. It's like all of those business ventures that you tried and you went all in for, like, that's what led you to, you know, where you are today, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, and I just like, I don't know, I used to want to go to school. Like one of my biggest things was I really wanted to go to university, but yeah. I could never figure out what I wanted to do in university. So mm -hmm. like the cost of university compared to what I was going to do just didn't seem to add up. And I actually failed out of uh, small business and entrepreneurship because I was running a business and didn't have time to make it to class. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that yeah, ironic? Okay. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. It's you fail out of business school because you're running a business. That's hilarious. I um I was thinking about this the other day, how 
it's so crazy to me. Like, let's talk about like, you know, learning like new information. I think it's wild to me how normal it is in our, like people don't even question this. It's like when you graduate high school, it's like the expectation is that you go take out like 60 to a hundred thousand dollar loan and you spend that on a university education. And that's what everybody just fucking just nobody even questions it. Nobody even is like, that's weird. I don't like, I shouldn't put myself in a hundred thousand dollars debt at 18. Everybody just fucking does it. But then when it comes to like hiring like a personal trainer or like a business mentor, people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, yeah. okay, so you're, you're willing to invest literally hundreds of thousands of dollars on an education that might not get you anywhere. But when it comes to investing in your health and fitness goals, you like can't find the, the money. It's so weird to me. It's strange. Yeah. It blows my mind, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, I don't know. So before this, I did, I actually ran like a commercial and residential painting business. Yeah. So that's kind of where I started. Someone like just approached me. I was actually sitting in my entrepreneurship class and I uh, applied. I thought it was for a business program Yeah. and it was actually to run my own business. So oh, like, cool. First, I was like, oh shit. And I ended up running like one of those college pro painting franchises yeah. and it went pretty good. But then there was just like some mishaps and royalties and tax brackets and things that kind of screwed me up. And I was like 18. So we ended up <laughs> actually going bankrupt because they're like, hey, you owe us $30,000. And I was like, oh shit, I got 20. So <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So it actually went well. Like we had like really good ratings and like all the customers and stuff were really happy. Like I still get calls for painting, but this <laughs> after that, I was like, I actually hate painting, but I was like, I'll just figure out how to do it. And then I trained a whole team on how to paint. And we made like, I think we, we broke like 150 or $200,000 in painting, which was like in a summer, which was crazy. Good for you. That's lit. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. But I yeah, love that. It terribly, so, you know. Now when they call you for painting, you're like, sign up for my online coaching. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather not actually. Thank you so much. For <laughs> That's so funny. So when I first found you on social media, I actually asked, I just like, I'm pretty direct. Like if you're in my DMs and we're talking, I'll just like ask him like, how much are you making? And I remember you told me you were making $2,000 a month and I was fucking shocked because I was like, how can you be posting this much and only be making $2,000 a month? So what would you say are some of the things that you were struggling with when you were like going so hard on social media, but it just wasn't leading to clients? Yeah, I was posting like three times a day and like a lot of stories per day and things like that. And it honestly killed me when you were like, yeah, you have like more posts than I do. And I'm like, and you're a millionaire. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, whatever, like screw this guy. And I was sitting at like 110 clients at the time and they were all paying me $50 for one-on-one coaching. Crazy. So, yeah, that like hurt a lot. And yeah. it was just like, I was exhausted. Like I was working eight hours a day, just answering messages. And then I had 10 in-person clients at the time too. Oh my gosh. Uh, I did a studio like three times a week. And then, so yeah, I think I was getting up at like 6am and like going to bed at like one o'clock every day. And it was just like, I just didn't have any time and I was just exhausted. Like I still liked what I was doing, but I was like, there's no way that I can keep doing this. Like there's yeah. just no way. Yeah. Yeah. And what you said, you sent me, like I was kind of on the fence because $400, you know, whoa, so much at the time or whatever it was at the time. And I remember you just sent me a voicemail and you're like, because you keep going back and forth, I actually don't work with people like that. And I was like, fuck you, Brian. And then I signed up. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, whatever. I was like, it worked. All right. I'm uh. in. That's cool. That's so cool. Man, you're like, I'm so proud of you, Sam. And I've like watched you grow into this like absolute powerhouse. And it's just like an honor to watch. So cool. So for you, what would you say are like two to three of the top things that you learned in the academy? So you came to the academy, you're working really hard. It wasn't really leading the clients. What was two to three of the top things that you learned? Okay. So I think the first thing that I learned was more like content and how to direct my content. So mm. like, as you're saying, like, I was really consistent with it, but it wasn't like, I was so caught up trying to be like everyone else and posting, you know, the stupid 
circuits and the, like the, you know, how to do lunges and whatever. And it's just like, it wasn't targeted at anyone. So although like I was posting all the time, it was just like general fitness things that people could save, but Mm. they weren't really learning anything from or like wanting to really buy from me. And as I kind of learned more and more about like who I was focusing on and who I wanted to help and impact and like that kind of thing, it's just like, I started realizing that I needed the person when I first started, not the person that like I am now or like Mm. the training that I'm doing now. And so I found like, can you say that again? That's powerful. Yeah. So like, I feel like a lot of the times, like we're posting things that we want to post now. Yeah. And like the people who are watching me are the people who are where I was when I first started. They're not at the point, like people, other fitness coaches and stuff aren't going to come to my page and be like, Oh, I want to like look like Sam because they already do. Or they look like the version of it. Right. Like it's like, yeah. So that's kind of like where my attention shifted, I guess. That's really cool. I love that. That's so cool. And it's like, that's a lot of people have that disconnect because they're, I think a lot of people are honestly trying to impress other fitness coaches. That's usually what I find is like, there's people that are just like, they're trying to like posting and they're trying to make sure that, you know, their content looks smart because they don't want to look stupid for other coaches. But it's like, you truly do have to put yourself in the lens of somebody that's like just getting started and ask yourself, like, does this content serve them? Right. And yeah. And I think the other thing too, is it's like when you stop comparing yourself to those other people too, which kind of goes into that, it's like, you're, you don't want, you want to put on a show so that you look good in front of other coaches, but then the people that you want to help don't think that you can help them because you're so unattainable mm. and then you don't get to help anyone. So meanwhile, like if you write toned, and I know a lot of coaches write hating toned, but it's like you write tone up, the other girl goes, wow, thank you. She can help me. And then you actually can transform their life. So who cares if you put toned on your post? Like, you know what I mean? Like who cares? Yeah, I don't know. So that helped a lot. Cause I wouldn't do that before. I'd be like, no, I'm not going to be one of those coaches. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to be one of those coaches. It's like, that's one of the coaches that makes money. It's so funny because that's like hating cardio. If you're a fitness person, like <laughs> cardio is just fucking cardio. Like you can't hate it. Like this is marketing. And if, if you're a personal trainer that works in a gym, you know, I think the skill sets that you need are like, you need to be a good trainer and you need to be good at sales. But when you're online, you need to be good at marketing. And the way that you get good at marketing is you join the conversation that's happening in people's heads. And people are using words like tongue. Yeah, 100%. I think that happens a lot more when you don't really know who you're talking to. And like the more that you guys drilled that into my head of like, who are you talking to? I'm like, I don't know. Like Mm. (laughs) over and over again. And then eventually you kind of figure it out. And then now obviously like we have a way bigger vision at this point. But like when I first started, I was like, I don't know, just like people who want to lose weight. Right. Mm. And it's like, it's just not deep enough. So finally, when we got to that point, it's like, I stopped comparing because I'm like, oh, awesome. Like this person joined this boot camp or this person joined this person's program. I'm like, we can't like, honestly, my program's not for them anyway. So I don't really care. Like I hope you have the best time, like Mm. enjoy, right? You're moving. It's awesome. Mm. But like, I, I know exactly who we, we help now. So when I see people, and they don't sign up to like, I know that they should, that gets me a little bit. Cause I'm like, Oh, like I know I can help you. But mm-hmm. other than that, like, I hope you just get moving and you're good to go because I know that this isn't where you need to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Gift. I love that so much. Okay. So let's talk about your transformation from the Academy into the mastermind, because now in the mastermind, you were like crushing your, you're like $35,000 a month. 35.6 K is your highest every month, right? 40.3. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. We hovered around 35 for a while. Yeah. So that was the so, yeah. All right. So what would you say has been the biggest difference for you between the academy as a coaching program and the mastermind as a coaching program? Okay. So I would say like the, like the change life academy is more like you learn who you're talking to. You learn the skills that you need. Like you, you're learning the foundations that you have to like grow on more so. Because the thing is too, is, is like, I think a lot of people like look over like acquisition, sales, content, like your program has to be good, retention, like And the thing is, is like, just like a fitness program, if you don't have the foundations, you can't build on those. 
So I think the Change Life Academy, even when I started that, I was like, I feel like I'm at the end of this. But the thing is, is like, if I didn't do that, then the mastermind would have whooped my ass. So Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that I did that first, right? Mm -hmm. And understanding, like making sure that everything's like super crystal clear, because then when you transition into the mastermind, it's like systems and teams and scaling and the community and like there's ongoing support. But the thing is, is like, if you haven't hit those first few levels, there's no way that you're going to be able to keep progressing to the other levels that now like, so, you know, if your sales process sucks and now you're in the mastermind and you're adding like different coaches and you're trying to get them to sell and things like that, like, it's not going to, you can't do it. Like, it's just like new levels, new devils, like you're always saying, but at the same time, if you don't have the other levels mastered, then if anything knocks you down, then you're going to have to try and rebuild from that as opposed to being able to like kind of pick yourself up and keep going. So Mm -hmm. I think like that's the biggest difference is like the change lives is like where you start you like get your foundations in order. You make sure that like you're solid on who you're talking to, what you're doing, like everything's consistent. Mm. And then the mastermind is strictly just like building up of that and then trying to figure out how that, like what the hell your business looks like at 30, 40, $50,000. Cause I think for like most of us, like even before this, like my job before this at the chiropractor, like I think I made two grand like a month, yeah. right? Like it was nothing. So then all of a sudden you're at 40K and you're like, how the hell do I even manage 40 <laughs> What the heck is this, right? Yeah. Like you look at it, no, that's new, right? So, does, does it blow um, your mind? Like when you look at your bank account sometimes, or you're like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, like when I spend like $25,000 in a month, I'm like, oh, that's nice. Okay. Like, how do I do that? <laughs> like, like, holy shit. Because I, I reinvest most of the money back in right now, like just over and over and over again. Like I yeah. don't take much profit right now to be totally transparent. But it's just like when I see it at the end of the month, I'm like, wow, that was that's interesting how we did that. Dude, dude, I'll be honest. I do the same thing, man. Like I'm like, I think it's so important to reinvest every last dollar that you have back into yourself. And just keep reinvesting into yourself. And like the more that you invest in yourself, the more that you're going to grow your impact, your influence, et cetera. And like, we didn't even talk about this, but let's talk about your fucking podcast now. Like you've got a podcast and you're literally impacting people's lives because of the mastermind. You got a podcast and now it's like, now you're like impacting. So now that's another level. And then you want to start your YouTube channel. Like your TikTok is popping off. Like you're absolutely just like crushing it on every level. And I think it's because you're so willing to just keep reinvesting in yourself and keep progressing and keep learning and like pouring every last dollar that you have back in the sand, you know? Yeah, the podcast has been cool. People have started like saying that they're listening to it and stuff, which is also really scary because I used to be told a lot that like everything that I said was kind of like not inappropriate, but sometimes, you know, I've got to watch and I have like, you know, the filter and all that kind of stuff. So doing a podcast was terrifying or like lives because yeah. I was always scared of like upsetting somebody. Yeah. So it's been really cool though. And like TikTok and all those kind of things, just like figuring it out. But I think if you can be consistent, you can get better at anything, but you can't unless you're consistent. So I just keep pushing things out. And I'm like, one day it's going to get better. Right now it sucks. And we're just going to keep figuring it out. Like it's fine. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. I don't think it sucks, though. Oh, that's good. Appreciate that. <laughs> I, I don't think it sucks. If it makes you feel any better, the first, number one, you're, I think you're not giving yourself enough credit. I think you're a great speaker. But if you guys want to hear some laughs, go back to the first ever CLA, the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. Go back to like the first five episodes. Whenever I listen to them, I literally want to drive my car off a bridge. What was I doing? Who is that? 
sound like a little boy. Yes. It's important. You got to push through it. I agree. And like, as you push through it more and more, I'm like, now I'm on like almost episode of 700. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get somewhere now. Yeah. And it just starts to flow. And you're just like, oh, we're just going to talk about this before you're like scripting everything out and making sure it's all perfect. And then you're like, oh, I'll try it. We'll freehand it today and see how it goes. And it normally ends up going better anyways. Dude, I actually love that. I literally wrote these notes for our podcast like an, an hour before. You're like, do you have any notes? I'm like, nope. Okay, we'll figure out how this goes. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. Okay. So talk to me about your business now. How many employees do you have? working for you, how much are you making, and what sort of impact does your business have on your community right now? So right now we have six people, including myself. So we have my community manager and executive assistant, which like absolutely adore her. That was like one of the best things I ever did at this point where I'm at. We have three coaches, which run our three different programs. So we have like higher like one-on-one tickets or next level programming, which we call it. And then we have like a starter recurring income kind of monthly coaching program that's a little bit more affordable. And I have a virtual assistant. And then I also have someone who runs my in-person training and my boot camps. Mm-hmm. So we have like a few different departments. So we kind of cover everything that way. And then also a pre and postnatal specialist. So that's pretty fun. And in terms of income, we hit anywhere between 35 to 40K normally per month. We have, I'll be yeah. sure, we've hit a few like 20K months and 25, but for the most part, we kind of hover around that mark. And then, yeah, like, I guess like in terms of like impact and stuff, I would say like we make a pretty big impact, especially like around Sarnia. Like we have over 200 women in our program at this point. So yes, they do. Yeah, it's a are, lot. They, are they still paying you $50 a month? No, definitely not. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> Appreciate everybody. But yeah. yeah, I was drowning. I was like, I love you all, but this cannot happen anymore. <laughs> one-on-one coaching videos like the whole shebang like i look back down and i'm like i don't know how i survived but that's okay <laughs> you got you look you got you where you are doing you're like a badass now you're crushing it yeah and a lot of those ladies actually which i'm super grateful with they're like still in our community and they're like leaders and stuff now which is really oh fun. that's so, rad i love that it's been cool to see them like still continue and like absolutely slay it so that's kind of nice but yeah i think like we make a decent like a decent I don't know, impact, I guess. And like, even from like a young age and stuff, I think like a lot of women are told that they have to look or be a certain way. And like, you know, you have to behave and eat salads and do cardio and all this kind of stuff. Like, so it's kind of cool to just see how many women are like down to just be like, you know what, I'm going to eat a shit ton of food and lift heavy and see what happens. And now they're like teaching their kids how to do that. And honestly, that's like all I can ask for. Like, it's just, it's so cool. It's so neat. Oh, that's so rad. That's so cool. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Yeah, it's super fun. I love it. It's so much fun. So like you're not only changing the lives of like all the six employees that you have working with you at your business because you get to impact them and give them like a life of freedom or they get to like work from their laptops. You're also impacting the lives of like 200 women in your community plus all their families. How cool is that? It's so fun. And honestly, like I'm super grateful because pretty much everyone who works for me at this point is like one of my best friends. So we just like hang out and they hang out with their kids and we just like go to each other's houses and go to the beach and like go out for drinks and talk about work and whatever. And like, it's just so much fun. And like, everyone kind of knows each other. And there's like so much respect with everyone too, that it's neat to see how like they're transforming and then like they're friends with all our clients now and we can do like events. And that's been really cool too, to like, we have some events and stuff coming also, like we did a day event, but we're also going to be doing like retreats and stuff. So we're really excited for that too. By the way, anybody that's listening to this right now, if you'd like to have the level of impact that Sam is having, like, let me know. Like, if you're tuning into this, I want to know if you want to have the level of impact that Sam's having. Okay, so Sam, if you could give yourself one piece of advice to anybody who is, you know, stuck at the 10K mark, because that's really where you were when you got into the mastermind. What would the piece of advice that you would give to like anybody stuck around at like 8 to 15K mark? What would your advice for them be? So first off, like we'll plug it, but it's the mastermind. Like that's definitely a really good step for you to take because you truly need systems and stuff like that at this point to not go insane. 
But other than that, I would say like, just be willing to do the work and grind. Like realistically, like that's probably, I would say like around the eight to 12 K mark is probably the hardest I've ever worked because you just have so much shit going on and you're doing everything Mm -hmm. and there's no, you don't really have much support. So just do the best with what you have. Really make sure that you're like just taking care of your clients because at that point, I feel like a lot of the times you really want to push for like 20 and you want to get to 30 and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. But you start chasing the dollar sign and you don't really go back into your community. And the biggest thing is, is like at 10 to 12K, you have enough people and you have enough income that like one, you shouldn't be stressed financially really because mm-hmm. it's just you at that point and you have enough clients. Mm-hmm. So take care of your clients and then it'll go back full circle and then you'll have people coming in, but at a rate that's not overwhelming until you get into the mastermind wink. Actually though, you should because, or like at least something that helps you create systems and like actually figure out how to manage that because otherwise like you're just going to burn out. Like I was so burnt out and that's why I say it. It's not also, don't get me wrong, Brian. I absolutely appreciate you guys. But at the same time, it's like, you do need something as you know, right? It's just like, like just to get off and out of that point, if you do want to go higher, or even if you're just like managing at 10K, like it's a lot easier to have like a few people helping you out and stuff and like just learning how to do it properly so that because there is like art or like a a way to kind of like hire people and stuff. And like, obviously like you guys just learned, like I had done it before through like the painting business and things like that. But if you're just hiring people, like the first time I ever hired someone, it's super overwhelming trying to figure out like who should be in your company, who shouldn't, what you're looking for, contracts, like things that get overlooked. So it's nice to have like that blueprint to help you do that. Just be willing to put in the work because right now it's probably going to be the hardest that you're ever going to work. Like not that you don't work hard now, but like actually like hours in your day that are spent. So just keep doing that until you can kind of take your foot off the gas. Just don't take your foot off the gas like too early. And then that's probably my biggest like piece of advice. Mm, I love it. Now let's go even a step further, let's talk to the people who are just getting started. You know, people that are like, let's talk to the old Samantha Mills when you were just starting to figure this out and you were like stuck. What would you say to those people? Oh, man. Okay. So I kind of go with the top level approach. Sorry, guys. Like, honestly, just because I think a lot of people like aren't really willing to do the work. So honestly, like it's a grind. And I think the thing is, is like you have to embrace it. And whether if you have like a full-time job, especially if you have a full-time job, because a lot of you probably do right now, otherwise... Yeah, you probably aren't listening to this, but you're working after you're done work. Like when you're done, like I did it for three years. It was like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. I worked. Then I would go to the gym and I would film content. Then I would go home and check in with my online clients. And like you just, and you meal prep and you do all your shit and you just get it done. And it's like, if you don't find yourself excited to work on your business after you're done work, it's probably a good indicator that like maybe do something else. But if you find that you're like all day, you're like, I just can't wait to go home and work on my business or I can't wait to go home and train people or I can't wait to go do this. Then I think you're in a really good spot and just like keep working at it. And I don't know if this helps anyone, but I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, what's like the one thing that I used to think about all the time when I would like go and work and like, just be like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. I'm so tired. And I think it was like that the kind of like American dream or whatever, I guess I can kind of get slooped into that, but is that like, you can do whatever you want to do. But Mm -hmm. I think there's like this missing part that's like, you have to work for it. So as long as you're willing to work for it, you can do and be whatever you want. Yes. But like you have to work for it. So if you're not willing to work for it, then yeah. So it's like, it's going to be a grind. But like, if you don't know that going in, then it's kind of like that blind faith that like, you're just going to go in and post a photo and everyone's going to come to you. And it's like, heck no, like it's like six years later. So it's like, just put in the work. And some people like, I know there's a few other people in the mastermind that, you know, maybe started this like two years ago or one year ago or three years ago. And it like blew up for them, but like, it doesn't happen for everybody. So just be willing to put in the work and like, it'll still work out. You just have to be consistent. I fucking love that. 
And I want to touch on that for a second because I think you just hit the nail on the head so hard. I think that everybody listening and everybody that is tuning in right now, I need you to know that anything is fucking possible if you're willing to put in the work. But the truth is what happens is a lot of people start putting in the work and they start grinding. And when it doesn't happen right away, they're like, oh shit, like I'm just not cut up for this, right? Or let's flip side this. You like know that you want to put into the work and you know that you want to like get this thing off the ground. But it's like when you're off work, when you're done, you're nine to five, you're exhausted. And so when you get home, you think that you deserve to rest. And like, it's true, you do deserve to rest, but then you also have to be like, okay with the fact that you're like, never going to succeed as an online coach. Like, yes, you can rest and you can kick your feet up, but like in three years time from now, you're going to look back and be like, fuck, like, where would I be if I would have just gotten started, you know, when I should have been like working. And guys, I think that like something that I talk about this in mastermind a lot, but like, as you're growing a coaching business, like if you want to reach the next fucking level, you have to just become comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's such a cheesy saying. But what I mean by that is like, like I find myself like working until I can't anymore. And then I try to find another level after that when I'm exhausted and when I'm tired and when I want to throw in the fucking towel, that's when I bust out this camera. And do another Facebook ad. I'm dead ass. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking tired. Cool. Now I'm going to film the fucking ad. Like that's the level of dedication that it takes. And so when I see a lot of myself in you, I mean it because I know that you have that same mentality. You feel me? Yes. I definitely, yeah. It's just, I honestly, like, I just don't understand like the, the go home and sit down after work. I'm like, well, enjoy. Like it's really nice to watch TV, but it doesn't take that much effort to like pull out your laptop and post a photo. Like, you know what I mean? Or like post a caption or do whatever. So yeah, it's just, you just kind of have to like find that other level. And if you're tired, then it's like be tired later. I don't know. <laughs> no, if you're tired, it's like good motherfucker. Do it tired. Good. Because you know what's going to happen if you don't do it tired? You're going to, three years time from now, you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, dude, like I missed the fucking boat. It's too late to get on TikTok now. Facebook reels aren't popping anymore. Instagram reels aren't getting exposure. So many online coaches that are online that crushed it on TikTok when I should have fucking started, you're going to miss the boat. And then you're going to be kicking yourself in the face, going to work at a job that you fucking hate for the next 10 years. Because you were chilling when you should have been working. Like, do it tired. You should, like, it's okay to be tired. It's okay to want to quit. It's okay to want to give up. It's okay to want to throw in the towel. But you have to, like, find that fucking level and do it anyways. Because the worst thing, guys, I talked about this on my podcast yesterday. And um, if you listen to the podcast, you know this. Like, I went to my grandpa and grandma's 50th wedding anniversary. And I'm like, I get emotional when I talk about this. Because I've never seen my grandpa cry in my whole life. And I think that at 50 years old, when I saw him, like, we were at his 50th wedding anniversary. I think at this time, hitting 50 years married made him realize holy fuck it's done like you don't get another shot that's fucking it it's done and I was like looking at him and I was like he was crying the whole time and I was just like man I know that one day I'm gonna be sitting in that fucking spot and I'm gonna be watching my fucking family celebrate my 50th wedding anniversary and when I'm sitting in that fucking seat I want to know that I gave everything that I fucking had to everything that I did every single day for my the entire time that I was alive so that I can go out knowing that I fucking left my mark on this world. And like, that is everything, man. And I think that the only way you get to that is like, you got to cry and keep going. If you're fucking tired, do it tired. If you want to give up, do it anyways. Keep fucking going. Stay in the arena because one day that one post that you made when you wanted to fucking quit is going to be the one that causes you to break through. But you have to keep fucking going and staying in the arena and finding ways and finding like situations and circumstances to stay motivated. Because like, if you give up, like you can never go back from that. You'll never get that time back. You know? 
like I can't imagine like in like 40 or 50 years just sitting there and being like oh I could have done all this stuff and I just chose not to because I wanted to watch TV and eat popcorn like I just can't imagine doing that like it would drive me mental Dude, me and too. I think there's a lot of people who are living out there with regrets and they don't have to it's just the thing is is like they come complacent with the fact that they're like oh I go to school and then I get a job and then I have a family and then I retire and I'm just like some of that might not be there in a while like you don't know if you're going to retire like you might be working when you're 70 and like I don't know. I, I think I see it a lot too. Like my dad is in a very similar situation where he's still working and he thought he was going to be done at 50 and there's going to be these pensions and all this stuff. And he's still working. And it's like, I just like, I see it every day and he's like, yeah, got to go to work again. Got to go to work again. And it's just like, I'm really happy that I love what I do, but I'm also like, I need to get you the hell out of there. Mm. And the only way that I can do that is if I freaking bust my ass so that I can actually help you like financially, but also just like, later on too like I don't want to see my kids see me working when I'm like 70 or 75 and be like oh my god like we can't help her because we don't have any money and you know what I mean like so I think it just transfers down but yeah it's just yeah living the entire life and just deciding that like that's enough and that you're settling and that's just like what you're gonna do is just not in the cards (laughs) no I agree and let's talk about what you just said because I fuck with that as well it's like one of the biggest reasons I work as hard as I do I don't know how we got on work ethic but I'm fucking here for it. it as one of the biggest reasons that I work as hard as I do is because like I'm my grandma's retirement plan. So like I sat down with Kirsten. I had a really hard conversation the other day because we were like, you know, getting into like having disagreements about like how much we work. And I was like, babe, I'm like, my fucking business comes first because my business pays for this house. My business pays for the family. My business pays for my grandma. Like, and I'm never going to let my grandma fucking starve. And so like that is the level of dedication that I have to my craft is like when I want to quit, I think about the fact that like if I quit, then my grandma doesn't get money. If she doesn't get money, nobody else is fucking. She's like 75 years old. She can't work anymore. So she's just going to starve because I'm fucking lazy. Like what? That's just not a thing. And so that's the level you need to find. And if you're listening to this and you have kids, yo, do you really want your kids to watch you work at a job that you fucking hate? Is that what you want to teach your kids? I'm dead ass. Let's fucking, let's have this talk, right? Do you really want to raise your son or your daughter and have them watch you go to a job that you hate just to pay the bills? Is that what you want to teach them? Cause they're learning from you. Like I want Haley, my daughter to watch me go to work every single day and be like, yo, if I fucking work hard, I can have what I want. Cause look at my dad. That's what he does. And look like, even when he's fucking tired, like she's seen me, I'll wake up and be like, Oh, and then I get on the podcast. I'm like, what's going on in my fitness coaches? Cause that's the fucking commitment that I made to excellence. Right. Cool. That was fun. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Sam. I appreciate you. Of course. Anytime. This is a lot of fun. Yes, it was. (laughs) Okay. So Sam, if, but if my podcast audience wants to find you, where do they find you? They can find me at Samantha Mills Fit on Instagram and Facebook or TikTok or YouTube or anything else because we're everywhere. <laughs> Samantha Mills Fit. That's the, that's the thing? Samantha Mills Fit? Samantha Mills Fit. Cool. And is that your podcast too? Uh, no, my podcast is Evolve and Elevate. Evolve and Elevate. I love that. Cool. Well, Sam, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast, you guys. And I hope you all have the best day of your entire life. Bye-bye.